BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, and I am divorced, not dead. I'm a former Bravo TV star and now former wife. Fresh off the back of my divorce, I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said between each other, society, the sheets, and everything in the middle. And lucky me, you'll be joining me for the journey. So buckle up. Hi, and welcome back to Divorce Not Dead. Today's guest is a guy called Omar Borkan, who is a divorcee and quite famous in the Middle East. Omar, tell everybody why you are so well known over here. In 2013, when it went viral, when I got asked to leave Saudi for uh, the media kind of a little bit exaggerated the whole thing, but the story went viral because I got asked to leave because of women and they thought like I'm a good looking guy. So I remember one day the, the story was all in the Middle East and then the next day was like in China and Russia and all of that. And then two days later, it's like all in Latin America and the States. It went on like Good Morning America. A lot of late night shows start talking about the story. So yeah. That's how I started. So long story short, Omar is too good looking to live in the Middle East. <laughs> he was asked to leave, leave Saudi, which is just hilarious. Mm -hmm. So that's how he started. And now he's um, f sort of famous with YouTube and all of these things, which I'm, I'm learning a lot from him. So anyway, we became friends and I found it incredibly interesting because when, I mean, he's a big guy as in physically big, tall, and I had no idea how young Omar was. He's just turned 30 right. and he is divorced with a little boy. So this lends itself very nicely to, to what I do. And I wanted to sort of have a man's perspective on being, well, first of all, Arabic. Second of all, a young man having a child, doing it all or not. Co-parenting with somebody you may or may not get on with. I don't know. We'll find out later and sort of juggling his job, his work, the Arab world, and all of these things. So, and everything that you guys ask me all the time. So Omar, when you started dating your then wife, mm -hmm. you were 26 years old. Right. And then you got married aged what? 26. I kind of rushed uh, the whole thing. So the relationship did not really take a long time. I think couple of months and then I decided that I want to get married. Why? I'm always fascinated why young guys, I mean, you know, want to get married so quickly. Here's the thing. So I think I lived ahead of my time. You know, I told you I got famous when I'm 23. Yeah. Before that, I was already doing a lot and traveled the whole world and did a lot of partying, did a lot of, you know, like what young guy will do uh, with money and, and, and fame. And I thought the only thing that will help hold me back from 
you know, keep going in that path, and, and which I thought it's the wrong path for me. And I thought the more I'm going to get into that party scene, it's just going to be harder for me to pull myself out. So I thought marriage will do that for me. It will hold me back. It will keep me straight. And I thought like I rushed into who I'm marrying. And I realized that just a couple months after marriage. So in hindsight, getting married to sort of calm you down isn't really the way to go. It- no. No. So you gotta you gotta choose the right reasons why you're getting married. Is it the right time? Is it the right person? Do you have to have a list of things that you think your partner have to have uh, uh, things that missing in your personality? Maybe fundamental things. So you both you both share the same outlook on exactly. Life, and I, I I feel friendship is very important when it comes to marriage. So you're gonna have to have this type of relationship with your partner. You want to have fun, you want to do things together, you want to go out and travel and enjoy your time being with uh, with your partner. So like I said, I looked at the wrong things when I went and got married. So I realized that a couple months later and, and just my marriage started being boring and a lot of problems and drama. And, and that kept building up. And then basically I was like, okay, I'm done with it. You know, in my world, because I've got two little boys now and you've got a son, I mean, would you let your son get married at 26? That's his own choice if he wants, because uh, this is how I got raised since I was 16. Every decision, yeah, they will advise, but they never tell me what to do. And that's why when I decided to get married, they did not have anything to do with it. They just okay, gave me the blessing and all of that. And then even when I wanted to get divorced, they did not get involved too. So it's your decision. You took that decision three years ago. It's your also decision to... You got divorced after three years? Yeah. Okay. And did you have a prenup? No. Would you advise people to have a prenup? Yeah. 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 Do prenups work in this country? It's different than the States. Yeah. Um, So first, when you go in and sign the papers for marriage, the girl asks for an amount of money for the man to get married to her. And then there's an amount of money that you have to pay if you decide to divorce her. Oh, wow. That's interesting. To her or the court? To her. Amazing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Mine was (laughs) 250,000. And the divorce, you had to pay that before the you have, we have to pay it because you decided to, you know, like divorce. And you co-parent together, so you're managing to make that work however well. Well, if you want to call it co-parenting, yeah. But honestly, it's it's kind of hard for me. And it's all about how the marriage will end. Sometimes if it's ugly, mm-hmm. you're just going to have a problem with this ex-wife forever uh, and that's yeah, what well, I always say you can't get divorced you're or you're going to be together forever regardless so once you've got children once involved, you have children you yeah, are yeah, together yeah. so there's there's no divorcing someone you know unfortunately or not so you need to manage that relationship right from the moment you knew it was going wrong right were you up front or did you try and escape it or did you I tried to convince myself that it's it okay. working yeah you know for a long time I just kept looking away. I thought, okay, maybe this thing is the problem. Maybe this thing is the problem. But at the end, I was just like trying to convince myself every time that, okay, it's working. I think this is marriage. I think all marriages are, you know, like the same as mine. So, but I just 
couldn't keep up like after two years uh, I knew it three months after the marriage yeah that this marriage will not last yes you know what I mean and did your did your friends try and influence in you in any way your parents like did you go to people for advice or did you internalize it because men don't talk like women do you cannot really go for an, any advice from any because look no one is living your life no one is inside that house like my mom always tried to keep me married you know what I mean like oh no it's you got to stay married, you have a child, and but she's not living what I'm living. So at the end, came down to me taking a decision myself to sit down between me and myself and decided that if I want to leave this marriage or not. Well, I always say that too, because my parents said something similar. And I was like, look, I thought long and hard about it. Do it for the children, do it for, you know, compromise. It'll get better. There are things like this. But then I realized that, you know, we're talking about, I mean, for me, I was 44. So, you know, I've still got another 50 years. You, on the other hand, have your entire life age 26. You know, you make a mistake. 30. Well, no, but you were 26 yeah, then. I was 26 when yes, I got married. Exactly. Right. When you suddenly started realizing that it wasn't working anymore, you You've still got the rest of your life ahead of you. I mean, right. it's insane. Right. So you can't uh, make it work. Yeah. And I, I thought that, you know, like the more I'm delaying with the divorce, the more I'm losing time. Uh, so I wanted to, you know, like finish with everything before I get to 30. Did she have any idea? Like, did she see it coming? Yeah, she yeah, knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She knew. She also wanted it at the end. Like, it just did not work for both of us. Do you think being so young, before you got divorced, you must have got pregnant, right? Mm. So do you think that the baby you both thought may be a Band-Aid for your marriage that would make it better? Well, the baby did delay the divorce for three years yeah. <laughs> for me. And the baby makes everything harder because... Well, that's what I'm you know, putting out there because some people use babies as a band-aid and think that a baby will make it easier. Babies make everything 10 times harder. Harder yeah. because of responsibility. And then once responsibility uh, comes with the marriage, it's just not fun anymore. It's like, it's serious. You got to take care of a baby. You, gotta... you better be best friends when you do it because exactly. you, know, you need to share the responsibility. And if you're not getting on and can't bear the sign of each other, how you're going to right. throw a baby into right. the mix. Also, like, you know, like you're raising a baby together. You cannot just like, if you want to raise him this way and he wants to raise him this way. So like you have a diff two different paths. Yeah. You need to be aligned on how you bring up that baby. So you had your baby and obviously that grew bigger cracks. Right. But then it also brings bigger turmoil to yourself because exactly, I mean, obviously mine were older and some people, I know a lot of women that wait out marriages or men as well till the children are 18 years old. I mean, it's crazy. You see when they tell you like you got to do it for the kids. Yeah. I did not believe in that. I don't believe in that either. Yeah. I, did, I couldn't believe in it because I thought like, okay, I'll waste 18 years of my time maybe and then 20 years of my time and that baby will also, when he gets to 20, he wants to see and, and live his life. I don't think he will appreciate that I actually wasted 20 years of my life putting up with a lot of bad things just because I wanted to do it for the baby. So I believe baby will be fine. I don't know what's the rate of divorce in 2020, but like probably 50, 60% of marriages are ending. Let's take a little break from the show and discuss something that I think has become increasingly important to us women through lockdown. Let's discuss usual wines. They really are for the modern drinker simply because each bottle is a heavy pour, 6.3 ounce heavy pour of, or about a glass and a half of wine, which is absolutely perfect if you're in the evening and it's just yourself at home and you want to open a bottle, but you don't want to throw out a bottle, which is something that happened to me all 
the time. I want a nice glass of wine in the evening, but I don't want to waste an entire bottle. So no more pouring wine down the sink. And you don't have to finish the bottle because every bottle is a single serve format, which frankly is genius. So you've got no more flat bubbly or stale rosé. They are low carb and have zero grams of sugar. I can't tell you how amazing this is. I don't know if you heard me right. They're low carb and have zero grams of sugar. It's crazy. Usual has a red blend, a rosé, a sparkling white wine called Brut. They also have the usual spirits, low alcohol, 8.5% ABV, low calorie wine spritzer that's made of sparkling wine, gava juice like white claw for grown-ups. Each serving has 83 calories. So now you don't have to feel guilty about drinking at all. Go check out their website at www.usualwines.com and use my discount code DND for £8 off your first order and try your first glass on us. Let's get back to the show. I think normal marriage is going to become obsolete, to be honest. It just can't possibly work. You choose someone from the age of 26 and say, okay, I'm going to be with them till I'm 100. So I think you just have to redefine it in today's world, which is a whole nother podcast. But I absolutely have changed my views on all of it. And I would have a very, very different open conversation with my children because I think then, you know, that there should be no shame in saying we've had a good time, but this is it. Didn't last. Yes. (laughs) True. Honestly, and I thought like uh, me doing it when he's still a baby, uh, it's going to be easier for me than him getting older. And then he understand that. Realizing your whole relationship was a lie. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I think, you know, also you threw in, as you said, you were hugely famous at the time and not that you're not now. So I think when you get that kind of fame and following and, you know, girls and travel and, you know, hotels and parties and whatever, you know, traveling all over the world and getting all the stuff that you got, I think that that world is just so different. Then you try to change your perspective by going into a totally different world, marriage, babies, and everything else. I mean, there could have been an in-between. There could have been an in-between, but that's so male. To be so extreme and go, okay, I've gone gone too hard tonight. And it's kind of like that very bad hangover when you go, you know, yeah, when you're a bit needy and you're like, I'm going to get married now and I'll never do it again. I definitely have woken up with hangovers going, God, I wish I had a boyfriend right now. So I understand it. That's what fascinates me as well is that I think a lot of, especially having a boyfriend that's so much younger than me now people are so disbelieving of our relationship and throw my age out the window just forget about that but Sergio is ready whether it was me or anybody else to have a long-term relationship it just so happened that we have a huge age gap but he doesn't see it but at his age wanted that kind of stable relationship and it's interesting to hear you he's uh, Omar's now 30 exactly the same way you know he's looking to be in a serious relationship and which, you know, you, you have a girlfriend now again, and you're happy again. And that, that what happens in that respect? So I finding the co-parenting thing is not very one side, but it's hard not to be. My ex is amazing. Like he wants the children all the time and he wants to do 50, 50, but it just so happens whoever the house is, the hard work is really done by us. No matter what, no matter how good your intention is, it's very hard to take over. Are you over. saying that we get it easy? As, kind as, of, yes. You told me that you see your son one day a week. Now, is is that by choice? Would you have him more or you just, it, because I your schedule have, is so I crazy? I can have him more. You can? Yeah, I can, but he's so attached to his mom. Yeah, because uh, he's so young. He lives with her and, and he's so attached to her, but he gets the fun part with me. So yes. like every time he sees me, that's the fun time. It's, 
time to go out, it's time to play, it's time to, you know, joke around with, with the guy. Do you have to do things like, do you do doctor, school, anything? Do you have to do any of that? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But before, yeah, before, of course, but yeah. not, not yet when it comes to school. So he's still uh, about to start going to school. So I think once that happens, I will Clothing, be more do you involved. have to do all the shopping and... Not really. She does everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I pay for the stuff. So. Of course. Yeah. I know. I understand that. But it's just the organization and going, going around. I'm just fascinated because I do have a lot of help here. And I, right. we still, all of us, I say we, because it is a team here that helped me. And I'm fascinated for these women who have to do it on their own. Women are super, super women, honestly, when it comes to kids. And I, I really don't know how you do it. It's autopilot. We have no choice. I mean, it's sink or swim, I suppose the little darlings don't go to school and they don't get fed and they don't get a play date and the mother it just always comes to us but I mean I guess there is really no way you know my boys are exactly the same they're very mummy's boys and I think boys automatically gravitate towards their mums regardless I think that's just natural instinct from what I've seen but as your your son gets older you'd you're going to try and spend be more involved in, yeah. in, in his life especially when it comes to school and you know like time they get older they need a man in, in their life to, to mm -hmm. teach them you know like uh, some things that only man can teach so mommies won't be able to do that mommies can take care of you in, in many different ways but when you get to the age of the teenage time of your life you want a dad very important to have a dad there to direct you to teach you things that I think just men to men you know like uh, can do have you got a room for him he's fully set up in your house yeah well now i'm trying to do that because like first when i got divorced i moved to an apartment where i felt like it's just a single guy uh, apartment but now i'm moving to a bigger house where i want a full setup for him in my house so when he comes he feel like this is his home too yeah, I think that's really important. And coming from the Arab world, do you have constraints? Like, do you have a lot of friends with children at your age? Like, I do have a couple of friends where they have also kids and we share the same thing, but not many. Not many, not yeah. Many, no. I mean, because you're a 30-something, you're yeah, still, a YouTuber like now. A lot, a lot of guys don't get married when they're like 26 and 27 a lot of guys wait until like they're 33 35 and they want to get done with everything first and then after that okay now it's time to get married so a lot of my friends which is my age they're still not not married now you obviously have to go back into the dating world right so you you get divorced and um, you have to go back in the dating world how easy was that to do like i think i get a lot of questions because i think the hardest step is the first step right? The hardest step is telling somebody that you have a child with that this isn't going anywhere. How did you exactly do that? Honestly, I, it was easy for me. At first, when I got, you know, like divorced, I made a friendship with my now girlfriend and it was super good. I think she pulled me out of you know, like the the bad times I was... Oh, so you didn't have to go onto the dating scene. You already had like, well, you had a friend and then now and then you, you turned to, to a, yeah. relationships. Yeah. So you never really had to go back into dating. No. Okay. So yeah. That makes... Uh, like me. <laughs> it's exactly how it started with Sergio. I really? had a friendship. Yes, absolutely. I'm different. I had 18 years of marriage. I actually thought that I wanted to be single. Like I was actually dying for the day that I was just going to be in my house, like doing naked cartwheels and like <laughs> have my thing and that people would come 
and pick me up for dates and I would have all that time again and I didn't get to I didn't do any of that I no. went straight into a serious it's relationship same here. Yeah. but it, it's it's totally different for me because I thought everyone was telling me like why would you do this you need time for yourself but it was so different for me I left my marriage but because my marriage was bad and I went to a super good relationship how did you tell her tell who your, your ex that you were going to get divorced that it was over because that is re really my number one question so like so many people ask me how did you tell him or what what happened did you have a talk it did wasn't you just... a, any civilized type of conversation no. but no. it was a conversation at home or did no, you do it by text no, it, you know it was a fight and then after the fight like a little bit of separation yeah and after the separation we just went ahead with the divorce. So we had these sit downs many times before, but nothing changed. You know what I mean? Like we had these sit downs where like, okay, this got to change or we're going to have to divorce, but nothing changed. So there was a fight, separation, divorce. I was pretty much the same. We had a, a discussion and then a separation and we did everything ourselves privately before we announced it. Because I think, did you do the same? Did you announce it on social media because you were so big at the time? I did not, but people knew because I kind of, you know, like took off all the pictures and, you know, yeah. You were one of those. Did yeah. you spit the dummy and take off all your pictures? <laughs> I always find that so funny. Well, I had to. I left all the pictures. You know, as I said, I it's very different. I had 18 years of a relationship, so... I think the, the first step, as I said, is just so hard for people to, whether it's been three years, one month, just walking in and saying it's over because you, you know, you do, you do deep down. Of course you love that person. She's the mother of your child. You know, I, I have a lot of fond, you know, memories for him. And obviously he's the of father of all my How children. Long? 18 years. 18 years. And, and I've grown up with him and he's still my friend. You know, we mm -hmm. speak every day, obviously. So how does that work with you then? Do you talk to arrange things or is it all done through someone else? We don't do that. No, of course, like I get calls when she needs something for, for, for the baby. Yeah. And if I want to pick him up, I call her and I tell her like, I want to come tomorrow to pick him up. I have a, a full day planned for him. Easy. Really? Simple, you don't yeah. have to give it a lot of no notice? No, no. At least that's reasonable. I don't know how I'd feel. Yeah, I've got questions coming in now. Just like people are asking, dating for a Saudi isn't the same scenario or freedom. How exactly is it done? Isn't it the same? It's, it's the same. It's just like people think it's different because it's not out there. It's not, you know, like in the picture all the time. But I the think people get confused as well because do you have to have arranged marriages? They do. Yes. But not have to, but they do. Why wasn't that important for your family? Are they just very... We, we're a very kind of open-minded family where, like my family lives in Canada where I got... Oh, okay. So, right. Would they have any problem if you dated a divorced woman with children? No. That's amazing. Good, good for them. So this is an interesting one. So have you, so obviously you moved on quite fast as in like Super mentally, fast. I mean, but I, I find by the time you've made the decision to have the talk, I you're thought, done. I thought I moved on fast, but honestly, it took a year, a full year, I think, or so, because I thought I'm normal. I thought I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay. But looking at myself right now, from a year ago, I'm super different, changed all the way from like the first month of after divorce. In, in a good way? Very good way. Let's take a little break from the show and discuss one of my favorite essential items on the planet, which is suitcases. I mean, I love suitcases. Obviously, they're 
mine and Sergio's absolute travel essential. We're always on the road. I've literally just been to London and I took my away suitcases. And what I love about them is they're so easy to pack and they've got many different compartments. So you've got one compartment sort of like dirty laundry, because I don't know about you, but I collect that the whole way around. And, you know, I've got my podcast equipment and I've got all my things and I like to have different compartments, you know, make everything separate from each other and keep it held in. You know, I can't bear it when you have a suitcase and you open it up and everything's fallen into the other side. Away just makes travel so easy and convenient. And I love the little one that I take on board with me on all my flights. I carry my own pillow and my own blanket and I put everything in there. And, you know, um, that's where my podcast equipment goes so it doesn't get bashed. So it's absolutely perfect. And all of their away suitcases are designed to last a lifetime with durable exteriors that can withstand anything. So check out and try your 100 day trial for the entire away lineup of travel essentials, including their best selling suitcases at awaytravel.com slash divorced. That's awaytravel.com slash divorced. Happy traveling. Get back to the show. I mean, I think many people that have been following me for years see a huge change in me. I think I'm just lighter. I'm happy. I'm just, you know, I think when you're going through something like that, it's so internalized. You hold on to so much because you, you know, you still have to get through the day. Again, I guess yours is different. I think by the time you've had the conversation, everyone, you're fully ready to go. So, and I don't think you haven't thought about it. We've all thought about it by then, right? Did she move on quickly or, or was she... I don't know, honestly, if she did move on or not. Does she have a boyfriend? I have no idea, honestly. So do you, you don't have to blend families or anything like that. So you don't do anything together. So that's fine. So that, you know, I'm, I'm doing all that kind of stuff. Yeah. What do you think of strong women in general, would you date another strong woman? Well, I think you are from what I've yeah, seen. Uh, oh, she, she is. <laughs> in the background. She is strong. I love strong women. Yeah. I honestly love independent, strong women that's smart, uh, doing their thing, you know, not because also that's the opposite of what, what she was had like. before yes. you. So like, I find it super sexy to. I'm telling all the girls out there exactly the same thing, girls. Get your own shit. Because. Those old days of the man being the provider, the man doing everything, taking care of you, the emotional support, taking care of the family, the, you know, paying for everything. I think it's just over. I'm I think gone. It's, it's gone. It's a two income family where you can be a team, where you kind of grow together, you build together, you work together. Marriage will become more fun once you start doing that. Much more fun because you're with the person that makes you grow every day. I think when you have a one, that old fashioned type of stereotypical marriage, you feel drained all the time because, you know, the wife comes in and goes, we've got this, it comes in, I've got this bill, I've got that bill. Can you pay this? Pans everything over. The guy comes home and he's like exhausted from his job and she's sat at home and dying to talk to him the moment he walks through the door. He's knackered because he doesn't want to talk. You know, she hasn't seen every anyone all day. So she's waiting for him. And it's just, it's the, so off kilter. It's not even funny. And I've been in many relationships like this, you know, myself. So I remember so well being like, I remember when I moved to New York and I had a boyfriend that was out the whole time at work and he didn't get home till seven or eight at night. And by this point I hadn't, I didn't know anyone I'd moved to New York for him. So I was like an excited puppy when he walked through the door and I wanted to offload That's my entire, sad. yeah, wanted to offload my entire day. And he was like, he just wanted a beer to put on the TV and decompress for two, you know, an hour at least to watch a show before he even acknowledged my presence. Right. Now, 
now as a very hardworking woman who's got her own shit going on, I completely fucking get it. I completely get it. I don't want someone else's stuff put on me the moment they've walked through the door because my days, they start at literally 5.30 in the morning. And, you know, I work in America too, as do you. So, you know, with the time differences and everything else, sometimes we don't get to bed till one or two in the morning. It means I've got four hours sleep. Plus, and then my kids come running in. The last thing, I just need one or two hours to myself to decompress. I don't want to talk about work. I don't want to talk about bills. I don't want to talk about anything. Right. So if you've got someone that's on that journey with you, you, you can kind of lie side by side and tune out together. That's true. Uh, I, I find it is very important that, you know, like, like you said, the teaming up and, and f- women when they work and they have their own career and going on, like you don't want to be getting old with nothing to do. Uh, I know a lot of women where like they get to 50s and stuff they're so silly. They don't know where they're like, where they're going they don't have what, subjects yeah. to talk about. They don't have a life outside. They don't you see. That's what actually is very interesting because the UA, well, Dubai kind of breeds that kind of woman because it is such a old fashioned way of living. I think here specifically as well. And it's not just here, but we've just seen this week, actually, it's a great one. We've just seen that all the divorce laws and the cohabitation laws have changed. So when Sergio moved here, he actually lives well, you know, I sent you to go and look at them, the apartments the apartment, acro- yeah, yeah, yeah. across the road. So, yeah. you know, and obviously that was fine because I have children and, and, and I was working out my relationship with Sergio anyway. So it's not appropriate for Sergio to have moved straight in with me. But if I wanted him to, he still couldn't right. because this is the law here mm-hmm. and divorce laws here are very different. And as of this week... It literally overnight in the newspaper, we can now live together. Everything changed. And I think so many people in this country, by the way, get married just so they can live together, which is ridiculous. Some of the rules here, I find really kind of help people too. And I kind of like you, if you know the rules. We're spoiled here. Yes. We live in a Dubai bubble. We're spoiled here. After you live in Dubai for a couple of years, it's super hard to go anywhere else and just like you're going to need a lot of time to adjust. kind of adjust and go back to normal. They have the normal, but we're here spoiled. I remember going back to Canada and then I stopped on a gas station and I was waiting for someone to put my gas in the car. <laughs> I was like, no one's coming. It's self-service. So I like just for a minute, I realized how, uh, you know, small things that here in Dubai. They, like, they make life very, very easy for you right. here. Are your friends as grown up as you? Like I was always blown away by your mindset. Like, like you know, you're, you remind me very much of Sergio. You have a very old soul. We talked about this before. Like, you know, you're ready for a lot more younger. Mm-hmm. And even though you, you, you've been through all this and you've been sort of a little bit jaded by your story, you still want to go forward and find the right wife. I grew up, I grew up around my cousins. Uh, cousins were older than me. So I remember I'm 15 and I'm rolling with 24, 25 uh, years of, uh, you know, like uh, my cousin. So, and they always treated me like I'm at the same age. So I'm 30 now, but I feel like I'm older with the way I'm thinking, with the with mentality wise. Has the divorce changed the way you think, look at relationships? Like, would you, would you rush down the aisle again? Or I think not only me, a lot of guys who got into the wrong marriages in the beginning, they always make the right choice on the second one because uh, they see all the wrongs that happened in the first marriage and where did he fuck up, <laughs> you know, like, and then goes into the second marriage. Now I know exactly what I want. Now I know the points that I have to look for, the red lights where, you know, like 
before I just ignored a lot of red lights in, in my previous marriage. But now I think I will be able to make the right decision. I always say that too, because I used to look around the room in England and I'd see people that got divorced and took the leap. And it was interesting to me because they always had these like giddy young relationships and you're like, oh, uh, you know, and when you're married and as long as we had all been, you know, my friends have all sort of been. Second marriage have to work. Like I just want yes. to say. <laughs> yes, but I also think that, you know, you know what to look for. And at the beginning, you when you're in a marriage that isn't great at the end, but it's not, you know, it's not bad, but it's just not great. You think, okay, well, this is just normal and they're just on the honeymoon phase, right? And that can't, it's not going to last. So, you know, we'll just wait a couple of years and wait it out. But secretly you'll seething inside and thinking, God, I, I want that for me. You know, exactly. will I ever get that again? That's exactly what happened also with me because I went when I was married and then I remember seeing other couples and I was like, what am I doing wrong? What am I missing? I'm missing something here. Many situations that I got into that made the divorce for me possible and just like vision the divorce and all of that because I saw like a lot of couples that they're doing better. Although I'm not bad, I'm, I'm doing great when it comes to everything else in life. But why am I not deserving the same type of thing, you know? I felt the same thing because I'd look at them and I, you know, stupid things like snogging. Yeah. You know, I was like, Cuddling. Look, yes, I was like watching people hold hands on the street and snog. And I was like, God, I wonder if I'm ever going to get one of those again. And, true, true. and then I was going, you know, and then your friends who are in it relationships for as long as you, they go, okay, no, no, it's normal. You know, and I was thinking it's normal that you, you're never going to get one of those long kisses again. And I was like, okay. And then I, you believe it and you believe that that's just for, you know, memories. Mm -hmm. But actually I can tell you again that it's not, and it's not, doesn't have to be just business Marriage as usual. Marriage can be so beautiful, honestly. It I, really I, can. Like, and, and like any other relationship, it can be so beautiful. Just if you are with the right person, like I said before, friendship matters. Uh, when you're in a relationship, you want to have a friend also. So like, because a lot of times, a lot of times, the eight hours, the 10 hours of your day, you want a friend more than anything else. You know, like, when it comes to like the kissing, the, the cuddling, and maybe that for one, two hours at night, you know what I mean? But like for the 10 hours of your day, you want a friend to talk to, you want a conversation, you want to have an opinion, you want to come back and... and you want your buddy. To, yeah, exactly. I go everywhere with Sergio, you know, and exactly. I never even knew I wanted that because like at the end of my marriage, and again, it wasn't because it was bad or anything like that. I just felt like it, he just wasn't the right person to do those things with me. Right. You know, I just went off with my friends I, and I had loads of boyfriends, by the way, best boyfriends, not, not, you know, like male friends. I don't know how you call it that I, I did all these things with, you know, when we travel and, and girlfriends and like, I you loved hanging be out able with to do that with your husband. You should. And yeah. I didn't have that. And I, that's when you realize it's wrong. And it's in hindsight, when I'm doing everything now with Sergio, I understand that I really enjoy, I, I can't think of anyone better that I'd want to, you know, climb the Himalayas <laughs> with. So what is up next for you, Omar? I'm happy with my relationship, honestly, uh, super happy. Uh, I think it's very important to find that motivation in life in your partner. So this is what I think my girlfriend has given me. She's Will you enjoy the same things? You do things together? Yeah. Would you have no, more no. children? We, we actually do a lot together. Yeah. Uh, and now we started to do like even like uh, activities that we never done before together. Just yesterday, I was just talking about like the motivation is very important because I see that in her and, and that makes me better in my life when it comes to work and making a 
better things for myself and for her. So, see, I'm really proud like, of you because <laughs> I think a lot of people out there give men men a bad rap. And what you have shown me today, and what you tell me, and what I've all the conversations I've had with you, and the moment I met, I. C- connected with you is that you are a deep soul that you didn't get divorced you can go out and get laid you know and that's it and you've gone straight back into what looks like a very intelligent relationship with a very beautiful smart woman and that's impressive because you could have gone crazy again you didn't and you know i i enjoy talking to you a lot and you know thank you so much for being on here today thank you so much for having me pleasure Uh, i honestly enjoyed it good thank you thank you omar Thank you for listening to Divorce Not Dead. Tune in next Wednesday for a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We'd love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at, at Caroline Stanbury for all the behind-the-scene action. 